This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and your tushies do too. Huggies Little Movers is their best-fitting diaper ever with its curved and stretchy fit. Babies, no matter what kind of butt you've got, you'll feel comfy while your mushy little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers are curved with up to 12-hour protection against leaks. Get your baby butt in Huggies best-fitting diaper. Huggies Little Movers. We got you, baby. For 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins, visit Take Care Of and enter promo code COFFEE. Hey guys, welcome to Coffee Combos. Lindsay, is that high energy enough for you? Yes. <laughs> um, okay, right off the bat, I need to tell you about, um, I was watching Shark Tank when I was in LA over the weekend and um, I saw these meals, right? So you know how we do HelloFresh, of course, um, but we, you know, I do CrossFit and so I saw these meals that were like specifically geared toward, towards CrossFit people called Ice Age Meals and I tried, I would, ordered them so I could try them and they came today and I leave tomorrow for Europe. So like, what do I do with all the meals? And you have to, it was a fail. Yeah. You have to order a minimum of 12 meals. You have to order in groups of 12. Yes. So I literally ordered 12 meals and I'm leaving tomorrow for Europe. So what the fuck am I going to do with these 12 meals? Eat them all tomorrow? Just freeze them. Oh, can I do that? Is that a thing? Yeah, that's a thing. Okay. You can do that. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess I'll freeze. I don't even know if I have room in my freezer, but um, also, I know I'm a fucking mess. Like I didn't even start packing yet. I don't even know if I have laundry for tomorrow. Um, Also, I got an email um, going to invite me to the movie awards and I don't get a plus one. And I know that this is like super just like, I feel like a snob even complaining about it, but I don't have a plus one. So like what the, I don't know that I want to go. Well, when is it? It's in two weeks. Oh my gosh. Like and I don't they even didn't give you a plus one. Like no. who goes to like a formal event like that without a date or like uh, somebody to accompany them. Right. That's what I'm saying. So I'm like, not sure that I, I think I'm just not going to go. Yeah. I think that that's a good choice because like who flies solo to something like that? I don't know. And it's in LA. So I'm not. <sighs> yeah. That's, that's a strange situation there i mean i would accompany you but i mean clearly you don't have a plus one right so what the fuck so so i mean there's that um so as of last week's podcast um we got so many messages about who killed john benet and it was all across the board but repeatedly the messages that came through over and over again was Burke. No, Burke didn't do it. He was, no, he, he didn't. Did, and no, he didn't. Re- Stop it right now. Stop it. He did because no. there was, I remember where I got that information from and like where I came to that conclusion. There was a um, documentary or something like that special. I don't know what you want to call it, but it was on CBS And I remember they had another child that would have been like the same age, stature, you know, whatever, to use this object to hit a skull. And it was like almost identical to the damage that was done to her head. So I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Yeah. I think, I think that you're just like way off, Kale. I think you're, I think you're off. 
No, I think the mom did it. I think that I blame the mom. And then somebody said that like he smeared like shit on her present and candy like for Christmas. Did you hear this before? Because I never heard no. that. You know what the message I got though that kind of irritated me was I got one message that she was so nasty about it too. She was like, um, Burke was not six. John Bonet was six and Burke was nine. I said, okay, like, sorry, I got the ages wrong. Um, I'm not buying it because Isaac's almost, so he's eight and a half and Isaac would just not have the strength or anything to do something like, like that. And also as a parent, if one of my children did hurt my other child, like in a way that was like that, I'm not going to then go through with murdering my child. I'm going to take my child to the emergency room and then I'm going to get my other child immediate help. Right? So I just don't know that I buy that. As a mom, you're going to protect one child over the other, and then you're going to finish killing the other one because your other child hurt them. I don't buy that. I I would absolutely do the exact same thing that you would do if that was a situation in my house. Um, definitely try to get the child that was hurt immediate help and then mentally get the other child right. uh, checked into some type of institution right. Um, right. for behaving that way. I mean, I don't know what other way you could look at it. I mean, I just, I don't believe in like the cover-ups and stuff like that for kids or like playing favorites or no, I whatever. No, because that little girl was, in my opinion, seemed like the mom's favorite. She was living through... The little girl. So why would she, why would they go to those lengths to protect their son? I don't know, but we. That's what the mom did it. The mom did it. I I promise we got so many messages um, about that. And I was just like, you know what? I really think that, I think that he did it. And then just, this is kind of like recapping from a previous week, but I also received another message to my personal Instagram And this was the message. Um, My sister is a teacher and knowing the hundreds of dollars of supplies that she buys every year to make sure that every child has the supplies that they need, listening to complaints on buying a poster board made me shut the podcast for the week. Did we not clarify that we were not saying it was the teacher's responsibility either to get the supplies? We clarified that. So if she would have... But we also had a podcast weeks ago that talked about how when I get a supply list from the school for Isaac, it literally has supply, like you, each parent gets the supplies for the entire classroom, not just for the student. And Joe and I both fulfilled that entire list. So Isaac went into school with double that, double his one list. This had, it wasn't necessarily about the poster board. It was more about the work that I put I had to put in for Isaac's project. That was more what it was about. And so that's kind of I mean, she definitely took it out of context. Yeah, I think it was just taken way out of context and it was at no blow to like a teacher or anything like that. It was just more so of, hey, if the school is gonna ask, especially like for children who aren't, you know, what I would say, I guess like privileged or able to afford, you know, there are truly some kids out there, believe it or not, there are kids out there that their parents can't afford their school lunches or their parents can't afford afford the poster boards. Like, come on. Yeah. 
to like have the extra stuff. So like, hey, lady, wake up and realize that that was what we were talking about and not... That was in no way a shot at the... Right. We weren't taking shots at the teacher at all. So she needs to relax. So I just wanted to clarify that there was no jabs at any teachers or anything like that about buying supplies or whatnot. It was more so I kind of felt bad for the children that have to go home and take this list to their parents. And there are parents out there that would have to scramble around to get the supplies for these children to be able to do the project. And just think about the kids that like their parents literally can't afford it and they just have to do with whatever they have to do with. And then their project looks so much worse than other kids that can't afford it. And then it reflects on their grade. I just think that everything should just be like more of an even playing field and that you shouldn't have to like go and buy. I think she was talking about me when I was complaining about buying the poster board for Isaac's project the other week. I just don't understand. Like, I I didn't take it that way whenever you said that. No, I wasn't. It was just more of like, okay, I have three kids, you know, and I do have my kids. I have them alone. And then I have to go to the store to go get this. I have to go to the store to print this. I have to, you know, help him with his project because he can't do all of it by itself, all all by himself. That was, it was just a lot of work for one project. It wasn't solely about the poster board. So she needs to relax. Just, I mean, chill, lady. I mean, geez, I took a chill pill like months. (laughs) Chill, lady. (laughs) I took a chill pill months ago and have been on cruise control for like months now. now. So, yeah, for sure. You know, (laughs) it is what it is. No, Um, we're not saying that anymore. Are you looking for a gift for the guy who has everything? Well, you guys, you should look no further because this Father's Day, I'm going to surprise my husband with man crates. And I hope that he's not listening because he stalks us <laughs> on coffee combos weekly. Um, thanks for subscribing, Will. Um, but I plan on getting him the salami bouquet just because I th- think it's cool. But what if I can't decide which one to get the dads in my life? Like, I feel like I should just get them all, all of them. Well, I mean, they have so many options. They have eating ones, drinking ones, grilling ones, sports ones. It's awesome. And like, you don't even have to think about it. Right. So buying a cool gift for a guy can feel impossible, as we all know. And you'll search forever for something that he either doesn't want or he already has. Um, But that's about to change because you have man crates now. So this Father's Day... You can give them a gift that they're guaranteed to love. Man crates, hand-picked and packaged gifts for every type of dad. Um, most gifts ship in a sealed wooden crate with a crowbar, so he gets to pry his man crate open in front of everyone. How manly is that? And when was the last time you gave your dad a gift he needed a crowbar to open? Never. <laughs> what? With man crates, you're giving your dad more than just a gift. You're giving him a gift experience unlike any other. Plus, man crates comes with 100% satisfaction guarantee. Get your special Father's Day discount today at mancrates.com slash combos. Get your special Father's Day discount today at mancrates.com slash combos. This is a limited time offer only for Father's Day. So go today. That's mancrates.com slash combos. Mancrates.com slash combos. There was something interesting, though, that just popped up into my head whenever I was driving down the road in two hours worth of Atlanta traffic this afternoon. And, okay, so 
I don't know how it is for you with your boys' dads and stuff, but I always say, like, if I have to go do something and I know, like, Jackson doesn't need to go, if it's, like, go and get a pedicure or if I need to, like, go and do errands that it's, like, in and out of the car and it would just be easier for him to stay at home, I always say, Will, like, can you babysit him? And I've heard other girlfriends say that same thing about, you know, babysitting your own child, your, your own child. And I'm like, it's not really babysitting. I guess it's just like doing your part. But I always feel like, I don't know, like Will doesn't make me feel like that. It's just, I don't know if it's just part of being a mother or. I mean, I say like when I'm talking to Chris, I'm like, Hey, can you watch him? So I guess it's the same thing. Yeah, but I just feel like that's not something that we should really like have to do or go through or say, oh, hey, you know, because I mean, obviously Will works and so he can go and get a haircut or he can go and do like errands on lunch or, you know, have like his hour lunch break or whatever. And I mean, luckily I get to stay at home and I get to do more unconventional work, which I'm so thankful for. Um, Cause he's steady Eddie, but at the same time, I'm just kind of like, Hey, you know, I don't feel like I should even have to ask, Oh, Hey, can you watch him while I go and run here? Like last night, for example, I went and got a pedicure and I had taken Jackson to the pool and we came home And I showered him and made his dinner and made sure that he was fed before I ever left. And Will made the comment to me. He was like, well, I mean, you act like I can't do any of this stuff on my own. And I don't know if it's just like a mom thing or if that's just like a me thing or what. Um, It's probably a little of both. I think it could be a little bit of both for sure. I mean, obviously, like, I know that he knows how to, I'm not going to say he knows how to make dinner because the only thing Will really knows how to do is scramble eggs, but, um, I don't know. <laughs> on, I just, uh, he can make <laughs> scrambled eggs for dinner. And Kale, like when Will cooks, I swear, I mean, he can it's make ramen be, noodles? like, he makes such a mess and he says that he's the cleanest cook, but he makes such a freaking mess and he'll use like salt and pepper on the stove and it gets like little like salt and pepper flakes like on the stove. And then I have to take the whole thing apart and then like get all the flakes off. How did you even marry this man? Because I'm just wondering how you have coped over the years. I don't know. I feel like I'm just... Yesterday or not yesterday, last podcast and today, like just talking about like husbands and like boys and stuff. Can I tell you that not only did Lincoln ask me, no, he didn't even ask me. He told me to smell his armpits today. He also told me to smell his breath and proceeded to blow his hot breath on my face. I mean, why would they think that would be a good idea? And why do you think that I want my nose in your pits? Like, why would I want to smell your armpits? Absolutely not. Like, no, but I will get you some deodorant. (laughs) Like, we... First of all, does Jackson know that the pepper, the salt and pepper flakes are unacceptable? Like, make sure that he's watching you clean them so that he knows for his future wife. Well, Jackson's future wife. Okay, this is funny, actually, that you said that. 
we always like tell Jackson, hey, you have to like clean up your playroom. It's quite a mess. You really need to clean it up. And he's like, well, when I get grown and I have children, I'm never going to make them clean. And we're like, okay, well, then you're going to live in a literal pigsty. And he's like, no, I won't. My wife will just do it. Well, I guess because he knows that that's what I do. So I guess he's like learned it honest. And I'm like, that poor woman, like whoever she is, like, I sympathize with you, girl. I mean, who... What child says that at five years old? Oh, well, my wife will just do it. First off, you don't know anything about a wife first. <laughs> clean your goddamn playroom. Exactly. Like, just, just clean just it clean up. Like, just clean the room. Why are we, like, going into this long conversation about, like, when you get married and, like, all this, like, crazy stuff? But anyway, as I was saying, Will's just, like, a messy Marvin, and I just wanted to get all of the dinner and whatever cooked and cleaned up before I left. And I know that he's capable of doing it. And maybe I just need to realize, okay, everything will be fine. Just go and get the pedicure and yeah, leave him be... with hello fresh and go get your pedicure and tell him to clean <laughs> up the be mess. Fine. Right. It'll, everything will be fine. You, you know, he has the step-by-step instructions and, you know, get all of the seasoning in the pan and that's it. Okay, y'all, let's take a quick second so I can tell you again about the absolute easiest way to keep your health on track with practically little or no effort. I know we've talked about it before on the podcast, but Care-of is a monthly subscription vitamin service made from effective quality ingredients tailored to your needs. Did y'all know that 90% of people fall short of FDA-recommended guidelines for at least one vitamin or nutrient? That's a huge percentage. Because even when you try to maintain a healthy diet, like we all try to do, it can be really hard to get all of the nutrients that we need for long-term health. Vitamins are something that are super important in my house. Um, We all take them every day. And care of, for me, really filled in all of those gaps missing from our diets. I get that extra boost when I really need it. Something that was really, really cool about the whole care of process when I got involved was taking the quick little online quiz. It helped me determine what vitamins and supplements that I needed. And it was short. It wasn't too long. And it just asked me about my diet, my health goals, and my lifestyle. And it used all of the answers that I gave it to create a personalized vitamin pack just for me. It takes only a few minutes, again, like I said, and you get your personal recommendations. Everybody's is going to be a little bit different based on the way that you answer the questions. Your subscription box will include individually wrapped packets with your vitamins and supplements for easy grab and go. You receive 30 days at a time shipped right to your door. And for me, it really helps um, like my impulse buying. I'll go into a store and I'll see something, think I need it, get it home, and then I never use it. It takes up cabinet space. It's like a whole colossal mess. And for traveling too, this has been something that has been so life-changing because if I'm going to be gone for five days, I just take five packets of care of vitamins and I know that I'm covered. You can modify your subscription at any time. And the best part, it costs about 20% less compared to similar brands at local drugstores and health food stores. So for 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins, visit takecareof.com and enter promo code COFFEE. For 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins, visit takecareof and enter promo code COFFEE. 
And you definitely want to do this because this is something that Kale and I both use all the time. And I do not plan on not using it because it's truly a life changer. Okay, let's get back to the show. I'm just like, oh my God. I can't I, I, I can't deal with with men sometimes. I don't know. Maybe I, it's just like the whole species. That was like the one thing that I can say, well, still, like Chris is so clean. Like he always cleans he up after. Yeah, he's very clean. So anytime he's like cooked or like, even if he's like come to the house and there's dishes in my sink, he'll do them. Like he just doesn't like the mess. Okay, well, I never have dishes in my sink because the dishwasher's like right there. And that's another thing that I don't understand about people. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you're just like, things are a little crazy or like, I don't know. I have three kids. So like I, maybe the dishwasher, I ran the dishwasher and it's clean. So I didn't get a chance to unload it yet. And so now there's dirty dishes in the sink. So, I mean, at some point throughout the day, I'm going to empty the dishwasher and then like put the dirty dishes in there. But if Chris gets here before that happens, I will certainly... He'll do them. But see, Will has that same bozo mentality that you just said that if there's clean dishes in there, then sometimes she'll just like get busy and put it in the sink. And then, no, like stop whatever you are doing. If you just dirtied a plate and it was that important for you to dirty it, then it's that important for you to clean out the clean dishes and put those away so that you can put the dirty one in the dishwasher. Like, it's I bizarre mean, to me. You know what? I was raised like a barbarian, so we're just, we're we're going through it. We're getting through it. I'm just living, I'm rolling with the punches these days. And, you know, I'm thankful that, um, you know, the dishes even get done at all. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like, and, if we're being and, honest. And then there's that. So, right. we'll, like... He'll always say, oh, well, I helped do this or I helped do that. And I'm like, well, when? Like 12 months ago, did you unload the dishwasher? Like, like remember that one time that I cleaned the toilets he, on yes, December 15th, always, 2012? Yeah, remember that? I did my part. He always remembers like the one time. And if he's done it one time, it like counts for like 95 times like after that. Oh, it's, for sure. For sure. And I'm just like, no, I'm the only one that cleans out the dishwasher. Like, hey, you need to get it together because I'm tired of getting it together for you, okay? <laughs> I mean, I feel like when you get married, like you're making the conscious decision that, you know, you will essentially pick up after them because they are a child in that sense. Well, and I just think about, you know, like in college and stuff when we dated, because I try to like backtrack and think, okay, well, how was I whenever I was like 20 years old? And I guess it was like apartment living. So I wasn't really, I wasn't a homeowner. And I was kind of like going with the punches too, because I had so much schoolwork. I was a business student and I had so much schoolwork and I graduated exactly in four years. I didn't take any extra time. And so I was constantly like worried about my grades and then constantly at the ball field. And then Will would have workouts every day. So then he would bring like dirty clothes home and I would be worrying about cleaning those clothes for the next day so that he would have them clean for the next day. So it was more like my place was always clean, but I guess having a child takes a lot of time and then I would be invested in schoolwork and stuff. So I was more of the mentality of everything's clean, but other things will get done like when they get done. But then like when clean I became but messy. Home, 
Yeah. But like, then when I became a homeowner, like things just like completely changed for me. It's like, I valued things just differently. Like I value my appliances and I value, you know, like the way my floors look and whatever. I mean, I know that that's not like the end of the world. Like it's just a house, but I just like everything to be clean in a certain way. And it's the only way I can really function. Like I can't work in like a messy area. I can't, I feel like dirty and I just feel like I need to take a shower and I I don't know. Like I just, I can't do it. My house is clean, but it's messy. It's definitely lived in, but I, I do get what you're saying. Like I do value, you know, my mom never owned a house because she was just a fucking mess. So, you know, the fact that I own a home is I do value that. And so I do take care of my things. But I think as far as like cleanliness, like, you know, after I do my makeup in the morning, I'm probably going to leave my makeup brushes on the vanity or like I might not put the cap on my toothpaste right away, but later on in the day, I'll for sure do it. You know what I mean? But like, as far as like my house and my lawn and my yard and stuff like that, like I, I do t- try to take care of my things, my appliances, stuff like that. But you know, you know, like I said, and like I don't go ahead. I, I just, I don't like to look outside. Like I live in a very like clean and kept neighborhood. So I like for my yard to be the lowest cut grass. Like, I, and I think it's like competitive nature too. Like I like everything of mine to be like the cleanest or like the nice, like the nicest looking yard. Like it's the most kept. It might not be like the most expensive, but it's like the most kept yard. Um, I don't know. It's just like I was raised. um, My dad definitely always like wanted us to strive for perfection. And it definitely started showing more so for me, not through like growing up years, I don't think. I don't know. I would have to ask my parents, but I didn't recognize it through my growing up years until college. And then I would get like a 98 on an accounting test, which is like unheard of. But then I would argue with my professor. I would argue with my professor like about the two points and like why it was right. Because the closer I got to a hundred, the more like I wanted the hundred. So it's almost like an addiction in a sense too of like how perfect can I be? And I'm like that with everything. Like how perfect can my child be? Can he like be better in sports than these kids? Can he, you know, swim better? Can he, I don't know. It's just like so weird. Like is my car cleaner? Is my house cleaner? Is, and I don't say that to people, you know, or whatever, but it's just like a mentality of just like how to be like, the best. I think, well, that definitely stems from your childhood. And I could, I mean, I don't know your family, but I could see that. I could definitely see that. So have you guys heard of ModCloth? ModCloth is the fun, friendly spot for style that's as expressive and unique as you. Inspired daily by amazing customers, it's ModCloth's mission to serve and celebrate the community, inspire individual style, and empower women to be the best version of themselves. That's why their signature line of apparel is offered in full-size range, From extra, extra small to 4X. And that's what I love about it. If you guys are ready to make waves this season, you should head right on over to ModCloth. They have the cutest prints, rainbow brights, and sun swimwear. You can pair your favorite statement pieces with everyday denim or a polished skirt. It's totally wearable, but also totally you. ModCloth's signature label is designed by women for women. If you have any types of questions about fit, 
Something that is really cool about them is they have mod stylists that can hook you up with complimentary sizing and styling help. Um, That's something that a lot of brands just don't offer, and they do. And also, it's officially wedding season, so you can find everything that you need in Mod Cloth's Bridal Boutique, whether you're a bride, a bridesmaid, or you could just be a best-dressed guest. You can even get free sizing and styling help from their team of mod stylists. I love Mod Cloth because I totally have my eye on all of their one-piece swimsuits. I don't know what it is about one-piece swimsuits right now, but I'm obsessed, and I just... I want like every one-piece swimsuit that I see on their website, and I plan to continue to purchase one-piece swimsuits. I really hope Will's not listening to this. So to get 15% off of your purchase of $100 or more, go to modcloth.com and enter promo code COFFEE at checkout. So once again, to get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more, go to modcloth.com and enter code COFFEE at checkout. Hurry, this offer expires on June 29th. Also, like, about working out and, like, eating, I think it, like, reflects um, on my diet and stuff, too. Like, wanting to, like, eat all organic. And for the past few weeks, I seriously, like, no joke, have gone back and forth about if I'm ever going to buy meat again. And it's been, like, this weird... um, battle of I like love internal meat. Conflict. Yeah. But yeah, it's like internal conflict. Like I love me and I know that I probably need it. But then part of me too is like, I don't know necessarily if that's like the perfect, like most healthiest way of living. So like, how do I be more I, perfect? So I think my uncle was vegan. Um, and I know a lot of vegan and vegetarians, um, I think that they have a lot of meat substitutes and like tofu and stuff. And I think, um, you know, I think there's definitely ways to do it. Are you thinking about doing like vegetarian or like vegan? Like vegetarian, I think. And Okay, so you're I still going to do like dairy and eggs? Yes, I would have okay. to. Um, okay. I know my whole household couldn't do it. I think Jackson could do it. I think I could do it. Will could probably do it like five days a week and then meet two days a week. He's always been... I didn't really eat much meat before Will. Um, And then when Will and I got together, um, his family always were cooking steaks and burgers and whatever. And so I just kind of adopted not really like their style of eating because I still don't eat the same as they do, but just more so like in keeping with being able to like conform and eat something that they were having. Um, We didn't really eat steaks and stuff like that growing up. I mean, we ate like vegetable dinners more so and stuff like that, like casseroles. What is a um, vegetable dinner? Like, um, I'm trying to think. In the summertime, for example... Um, sliced tomatoes, cucumbers, green beans. Um, like that was a squash. meal. Squash, yeah, like like squash. Um, maybe a cake of cornbread, which would be like filling, pretty filling, I guess. Um, you know what I ate? I ate Doritos and like mac and cheese. Maybe a frozen pizza. Like there was no cooking in my household growing up. Well. 
And, but, okay, so this is the other thing, because people were asking too about us growing up and how different our lives were and how... I grew up in a trailer park. I'm bottom of the barrel scum, white trash. Kill, you're so hard on yourself. Like, you have overcome... No, like, okay, maybe not a trailer park, but I definitely was white trash. Like, I grew up white trash. The rest of my family wasn't, but me and my mom were. Like, my mom... Literally, the only two meals I ever remember my mother cooking for me were like real meals were tacos, which obviously came out of a box. And she made me Alfredo, broccoli Alfredo one time. That was when I was in high school. I got the Alfredo in high school. Other than that, it was Velveeta mac and cheese, which I hate now. Like I hate it. And frozen pizza. Well, and see, that's just, I don't know. I grew up just completely differently. We always had a meal on the table and it was always, you know, we ate by seven o'clock. I would say by seven o'clock, like no later than seven o'clock we ate and the kitchen was cleaned. And I always was like the kitchen cleaner. Um, of course, um, clean the kitchen and everything was pretty much done and shut down by, I would say 7.30 or 7.45. And then it was just like, bath, bed, very functional. I mean, normal people say that we're like crazy from the show and see like the crazy things that my family like says and does. But really, as far as um, like our raising, it was pretty normal, I would say, you know, like am I... Normal to you. yeah, norm, normal to me, I guess. Um, always had a meal on the table. Always, you know, my parents paid for private school education. Um, you know, they valued like things that I feel like I also value. Um, a lot of people were asking on Twitter, how is my um, form of parenting different than my parents? And I would say that like the core value things aren't much different than the way I was raised, but the um, way that I go about things and raising my little one is different. Like my approach on things are a little different. And I think everybody could say that, you know, um, growing up that you, when you're a little kid, you probably say, and I know I did, okay, well, when I grow up and I have a kid, then I'm going to do this or, you know, I'm going to do that. I think that's very normal to want to do things like different than your parents Mm -hmm. because they can't do everything perfect, you know? Um, But I I don't think that my raising for Jackson is too far off from the way that I was raised. I have a very different story. Um, I was lucky if my mom was home at seven o'clock. Uh, my mom worked like a day job and then she would go bartend at five o'clock every day, um, at least five days a week. So probably like Tuesday to Saturday or whatever, she would go bartend. So I was pretty much on my own or I had like a live-in babysitter that never got paid. Um, and um, yeah, I, she could barely make rent. And But the one thing that I, there are a couple things that my mom, like my mom was just not present Um, she just like, wasn't there. And, um, a lot of people took part in raising me. So, but I will say that my mom did instill like a couple values in me. One of them being like, 
because I bounced around so much, um, I always knew to take care of, you know, when I'm at somebody else's house, I always clean up better than than I would at my own home. And I always knew to be on my best behavior um, at other people's houses just because, I mean, that wasn't my house and I spent so much time at other people's houses, so I didn't want to let my mom down in that aspect. Um, you know, I didn't want my, I'm going to go spend five days with someone. I don't know when you're going to come pick me up. So let me be on my best behavior so that my mom, you know, they can at least tell my mom that I was good, you know? Um, so other to than- me, when you, when you say that to me though, just as a mother hearing that, like if you were a child and you were in my house and you told me that, I would say that was a defense mechanism that you used so that you wouldn't have to be alone so that your friend's parents wouldn't say, oh, you can't come back. You know what's crazy? The crazy thing is like now as an adult, I'm 26 years old, right? So looking back at my childhood, if any parents of my friends that, you know, did tell my mom that I couldn't be there, like they never made it, they never made me feel bad. They never said it in front of me. They never, you know what I mean? Like if they ever told my mom, like you need to come get her or like whatever, like they never didn't make me feel welcome. And I think it's because anyone that was taking care of me at the time, they knew the situation. Um, so yeah, I mean, maybe it was a defense mechanism and I think, um, I'm thankful for it. But now I think in terms of like Isaac going to a friend's house, like I'm so concerned with how he's acting over there or if he's cleaning up after himself or if he's behaving right, you know, some kids say crazy things. So I just like never want him to like say something crazy or, you know, because I know what I did as a kid. Like I made sure I was on my best behavior. I never did anything crazy. I always helped my friend with their chores. Like I hope Isaac's doing the same. Right. Yeah. So guys, that was pretty much our answer to how (laughs) different or the same we parent our kids. Um, Actually, remember me telling you about the pool um, like bacteria and whatever. Do you remember me telling you that? The pool. Oh, in the hotels. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So how random is it that I was just talking about that? And then on May 17th, um, there was an article that I ran across. It says woman dies from deadly bacteria. She thought was just a pimple. Uh, Indianapolis mother of (laughs) an Indianapolis Indianapolis mother of four died earlier this month after contracting a deadly flesh-eating bacteria while on vacation. Um, And it said that she noticed what looked like a pimple on her right butt and it was sore to the touch. She went to the hospital twice and was given antibiotics and a heating pad to treat, which like the doctors thought it was a virus. And after two courses of antibiotics, the 50-year-old woman's condition like didn't improve at all. So they set up a GoFundMe page and she like eventually started vomiting and then that progressed to days of vomiting blood. And then um, they discovered that she had contracted a deadly flesh eating bacteria and it was from like being at a pool and they were car racing enthusiast and were at an annual trip to Clearwater, Florida to see a race at Showtime Speedway. And that's where she got it. I am disgusted and I feel so sorry for her and her family. Um, I, that you definitely changed my perception, 
my perspective on pools and like hot tubs and stuff. Like they just breed bacteria. Um, I actually had my pool cleaners come today. Um, they put 80 pounds of salt in my pool. So they cleaned it. They scrubbed any spots that were looked a little funny. And I make sure that because people, you know, I have a lot of my friends come by, the kids come by, they have their friends over, they want to get in the pool. Even just having people that I know in my pool kind of like the thought of it is like, you don't really think of anything. You don't think anything of it. But after hearing that, I'm like, nope, we're going to make sure that the levels are exactly where they should be. If they're not where they should be, don't get in the water. Well, it says that also um, they suspect that the location that she got it from was a hot tub at the Days Inn Hotel that they were staying at. And um, there was other people that were in the hot tub as well. So I don't know if she had like, I mean, she could have had, you know, even like a piece of peeled skin from like a fingernail. I mean, you know, who knows like where it could have like entered into her body and yeah, just got like a flesh eating bacteria from sitting in a hot tub and died. Well, I hope nobody's eating their lunch listening to this. If I ruined your appetite or your breakfast, if you're listening to us driving to work, I'm so sorry about talking about the pimple that was on this woman's ass. (laughs) Oh my God. That's fine. It's completely fine. All right, y'all. It's time to tell you about one of our new sponsors, HelloFresh. For those of you who don't know what HelloFresh is, HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so that you guys can just cook it, eat it, and enjoy it. It's super easy. Um, There's something with everyone for HelloFresh. They have three plans to choose from, classic, veggie, and family. Each box is made up of fresh, responsibly obtained ingredients from carefully selected farms and high-rated, trusted sources. Rediscover the excitement of cooking by feeling confident when cooking HelloFresh with the simple recipes outlined on pictured step-by-step instruction cards. The Global Eats option brings authentic international dishes and flavors to home cooks for exciting new meals. So uh, my favorite meal right now is the cauliflower mac and cheese. Um, it has like pancetta in it. Is that how you say it? Pancetta. I'm like obsessed with it. Um, I'm obsessed with that too. I you ate got it? it? Wait, I ate yes- it because you ate it. No, I didn't eat it yet. I just got it yesterday, but I was planning on cooking it tonight, but then I was in traffic for literally two hours. So I'm cooking it tomorrow, but it's literally my favorite. That's my favorite one all by, all by hands down, whatever. Um So if that's in my box right now, I'm going to make it tomorrow also. (laughs) HelloFresh believes cooking should be simple and convenient, not a chore. All the ingredients are pre-measured and handy labeled meal kits so you know which ingredient goes with which recipe and you won't spend all evening in the kitchen because the recipes only take around 30 minutes. So for me, cooking has become a lot easier and, you know, I actually like doing it thanks to HelloFresh. You guys have got to try subscribing to HelloFresh so you can keep enjoying fun, new, delicious meals week after week and spend less time meal planning and grocery shopping and more time doing other things that you love to do. I hate going to the grocery store, literally hate it. And I get so excited whenever I know that my HelloFresh is showing up at the front door because I know I'm going to have three meals that I don't have to use my brain to do anything for. So (laughs) (laughs) get delicious filling meals delivered right to your door every week for less than $10 per serving and free shipping. For $30 off your first week of HelloFresh, visit HelloFresh.com and enter Coffee Convos 30. Again, for $30 off your first week of HelloFresh, visit HelloFresh.com and enter Coffee Convos 30. 
Um, so yeah, no. So yeah, that also um, the story from the playmate that jumped off the building, the Gotham building or whatever in New York City. Apparently, she was in a custody battle, and I guess it literally sent her over the edge. So that was the reports that she had been in a custody battle. So um, I also saw this other thing on CBS News about a woman killing herself after a surgeon removed her ovaries without consent. (gasps) Yes. Um, A surgeon in Britain is under investigation after he allegedly removed a patient's ovaries without her consent. The woman was 58 years old later killed herself because of the ongoing pain caused by the procedure, according to, like, CBS, you know, news, whatever. Um, oh, my she ha- gosh. She was having bowel surgery in 2016 at the Spine Hospital in England, and her sur- her surgeon helped pioneer the use of mesh implants mm-hmm. to fix, like, bowel problems and stuff. And um, he basically told her it would be a complex procedure, And she didn't learn until after the operation that her ovaries had been removed. He said that he thought he had done a favor to her. And um, a favor, how? How is that a favor? I have no, I don't know, like, because if maybe she was like after menopause or something. But if she's she's after menopause, then it shouldn't matter because you're not getting your period after that, anyways. I don't know if she was. I'm just like assuming that like maybe it was she was after menopause. I mean, she was 58 years old, but she maybe didn't go through menopause yet. I don't I don't know. But um I mean, how would I remove the surgeon's ball sack? He probably wouldn't like that. Apparently, she had told um in an interview before her death that he, the surgeon had said, "I thought you knew a woman of your age would really wouldn't really need her ovaries." And she said, why did you remove them? And he said they were in, he said that like when he went to do the surgery for the bowel stuff, that the ovaries were in the way. And so she said that her life was absolutely ruined. Um, And then she was found dead in her home in January. So no, um, because if he went in for surgery for something else, he wouldn't want his testicles removed, right? So why would he think it was okay? It doesn't matter how old you are. Like, don't remove somebody's body parts. Like, I don't understand. What what in his right mind would even make him think that that was even an option? Like, I know, I know for some surgeries, for example... Um, you know, through childbirth or like C-section, whatever, if you have like a massive bleed or they have to remove certain things, I mean, that's kind of like an emergency situation. You're kind of giving them the go ahead, right? So right. But if this, you're going in for bowel surgery and you have a completely different body part removed, what did you think that the patient was going to say? Well, and apparently she was complaining more so from the pain from where the bowel surgery was unsuccessful because the the mesh like wasn't she claimed wasn't put in properly and so she was in pain agony whatever and I don't think the um, pain and stuff was caused from the ovaries but that was just something that she had found out after the fact that she had had the surgery. I just don't think that you should be able to go into somebody's body and just because they're under and you feel like, oh, well, you know, she's 58. She doesn't need her ovaries. 
that's like a personal decision. You were born with them. Somebody shouldn't be able to just take them from you if you well, don't Well, I want to know, like, the nurses in the room, the anesthesiologist, like, nobody thought, hey, maybe you shouldn't do this? Yeah, I mean, what was... There's got to be more to the story, you know has what I to mean? Be. There has to be. There has to be more to the story. I'm not, I, I, I just... That's crazy. Where I do don't you know find these articles, Lindsay? I just find like on random like news, you have, like I'll just you always have the most off the wall articles that I'm like I wouldn't even know where to find that. I oh know. Wait. well, I just... speaking of articles, how do you feel about Kim Kardashian meeting up with Donald Trump? I don't know how I feel about it. I'm kind of conflicted. Well, how do first you feel all, about it? I'm also feel conflicted on it. Um, I. I will say that prison reform is already just really hard because a lot of them are privately owned. And I don't think that a lot of people know that. Like the, a lot of prisons are privately owned, so they're not necessarily run by the government. Right. Correct. And I just feel like, I don't know. Correct. Kim, Car- Kim Kardashian and Kanye West are taking a lot of L's lately. I don't know. I just think that like she would have never been able to have that meeting if she wasn't Kim Kardashian. You know what I mean? But also I feel like I saw this one tweet that was like the Obamas love Jay-Z and Beyonce so much that Kim and Kanye want to, they just like want to be Jay-Z and Beyonce so bad that now they're trying to like befriend Donald Trump. But like, I mean, I'm not saying whether, you know, I'm one way or the other. I'm just saying like what I find on Twitter is funny. And I just, I don't know. I feel like we're more concerned about like Kim meeting up with Donald Trump, I guess, than, you know, some other things that are going on in the world. Like that, the kid that did um, the last shooting, he, there was yeah. a, a video posted on Twitter as well about how he was like, it was literally like selfie style video of how he was excited to do the next shooting and like everyone was going to know who he was. So like, there's just so many things going on and we're focusing on Kim. It's and- sick. I, Donald. Speaking of, speaking of, oh my God, there was this article that came up. It was like breaking news. I can't even remember where I saw it. It probably wasn't breaking news. I probably just made that part up, but it was breaking news to me. It was about this girl in South Carolina. She was 19 years old and she completely filed a complete false police report to um, the local law enforcement that some man had driven up while she was like checking her mail at her mailbox with her baby. Um, Some man had driven up and she described this vehicle, like the color of it, everything, and said that he punched her in the face and took her baby. And so the police like go start investigating all of this stuff and she had visible marks on her face. So they thought, oh, you know, like this is like believable, you know, nobody's going to make this up. So then as they start investigating, she then basically starts backtracking her story and says that actually she filed a false false police report and that didn't happen. And she killed her baby. The police found the baby like 100 yards from the house that she was at in a diaper box and a bag. Like the baby had been put in a bag in the diaper box like yards from the house where she killed it. Yes. Where that was, was this? this week in South Carolina. Jesus fucking Christ. 
I just feel like... Like, what is wrong with people? Like, I, I just don't understand. Like, I don't understand, like, the thought process of some people. Like, if you don't want the child and it's, like, too much for you, there's somebody out there that will take your baby, like, gladly. Literally, you can drop your baby off at a hospital or a church and walk away and nobody gets hurt. And you don't yeah. get charged. In some states, you don't even get charged or anything like that. It's, like, a safe haven. You know, I remember when I gave birth to Isaac, there was, like, a little like drop off crib bassinet thing right when you walk into the hospital you can like leave your baby there and they won't come find you that's crazy i mean i would just rather somebody take a baby and drop it off and just i nobody don't gets know hurt. like what like nobody gets hurt yeah nobody gets hurt like why did you have to kill the baby and then it was so like inhumane like she put the baby in, I don't know if it was like a Ziploc bag. I don't even want to know, but the baby was in a bag in a like diaper box that diapers had come in. Oh, it was, poor baby. yes. And I'm just like, who in their right mind, obviously nobody in their right mind would do that, but who could even like go to that extreme, no matter how mad you were. Like to think, even or, to think about it. Yeah, to even like have that thought cross your mind. Like a normal train of thought is I need to do everything to keep my child like safe and not, you know, the child needs to be fearful of you killing it. I mean, that's just so nuts. I'm just not when human. I saw that, I was like, something's wrong. Literally something's something's wrong. The, right, for the, sure. One side of the brain is not connecting to the other, or she only has a half a brain because that is not normal. But there had to be, I always wonder about people like that. Like, do people, do they have like warning signs? Do they not have warning signs? Like, is there not any sign leading up to that point that maybe this person isn't fit to be a parent or no? I don't know. I, I don't know. I stopped trying to figure people out a long time ago because there's so much. Maybe like, I should do the same. There's like so much bad, I feel like, in the world. I, I wanted to like think. Long ago, I, th I thought like, you know, people are good. You know, generally like people are good. I really don't feel like that. I feel no. like there are more bad people than, than there good are good people. people. Yeah. And there are more people that have like bad motives versus good motives. Like I am skeptical of everybody. I'm with you 100%. Well, um, on a completely unrelated note... Let's talk about merchandising really quick. Okay. Um, what do yeah. you want to share? We want to give you guys products. I know a lot of people have been asking about products and stuff like that. So um, we're working on it. And I think that um, it would be good too, just for like our lot when we do get to do our live tour, um, you know, to have merchandise for you guys. So if you are wanting products, let us know what products you want. If you guys are wanting shirts or if you guys are wanting, you know, coffee mugs maybe would be cute or like tumblers. Um, Lindsay, what ideas do you have? Well, I know that I liked doing like shirts and tumblers. Like that was more of the things that I was comfortable with and have some ideas like already in place. Um, I like understated things. Um, simple muted colors 
And I think that we just want some feedback from our listeners. Um, Obviously, you guys are supporting us and we want to be able to give you what you guys want. And so if you could just comment on our Instagram, um, just whatever picture, we'll see it. Um, Let's say the last post. Um, Yeah. Comment comment on our last post and just give us ideas of things that you guys think are a good idea for merchandising and we'll see what we can do. I want a phone case. Like for myself. Also, oh, phone case. That's a good idea. Phone cases. That would be super cute. Um, also, why don't you go ahead and just tell everybody about your um, hairline? Oh, yeah. So... Um, I'm not going to say too much because I don't, I don't want to give it all away. Um, but I am working on a hair product line. So I'm doing like dry shampoo, hair oil, and leave-in conditioner. Cause those are the three things that I use all the time. Um, so right now I got my, my first set of samples in from the labs. Um, it's a lab in Dallas. And, um, so I'm just like, trying the products, letting my friends try the products, getting feedback. I don't, I know like Kylie Jenner, when she first had her lip kits come out, the first batch of lip kits were so bad that I'm afraid that I don't have, you know, I don't have the following that she has. So I don't think that people will give me a second chance the way that they gave her a second chance. You know what I mean? So I want to make sure that my first batch of products is just as good as the next one. You know what I mean? So I'm just going to take my time with it, but it's something that I've been working on for months actually. Um, and I haven't really said too much, but now I'm trying to figure out packaging and like a logo and, um, I'm super excited about it. So I'm not going to say the name or anything yet because I want to make sure that we have like a release date and all that first, but just keep your eye out for my hair product line. Well, and also I'm a huge like proponent for quality over quantity. Like if you can get the quality where it needs to be, I would rather have less things and a really good quality product versus, you know, having Um, 12 million mediocre things. Yes. And I just... I don't know. I think it's good to just like take your time and invest in like what you're doing. Invest your time, invest, you know, your resources, invest with the people that you know are going to be using these products to know, okay, this is something that I'm going to be able to give to them and offer to them that they're really going to love. So I'm super excited to be able to try it too. Um, so you guys just keep your eyes open, make sure you're following us on the podcast Instagram, which is at coffee combos podcast. We reached 50,000 this week on the Instagram. So that's super exciting. And we can't wait to talk to you guys more. Um, Kale's going on vacation, so she will be out of the country for the next week. And I will be kind of MIA. I'm going to take a social hiatus. So I hope you guys have, (laughs) I hope you guys have a good week and thank you for tuning in as always. And we will talk to you guys soon. Bye guys. This podcast is brought to you by Weave Podcast Network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Babes and Babies, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It.